Welcome to All Tea No Shade. My name is Xander Alexander, and I am just living my best life. Trying to keep it real, trying to keep it cute, and trying to keep it real cute. All Tea No Shade. Now let's spill some tea. My goodness, has it been a day slash week? It's like, whoa, slow down, give us a chance to catch our breaths so that we can catch up with all the things that are going on, especially amongst the white people. And no, for those of you who are wondering, I'm not racist. I love white people. In fact, I love them a lot. As in relationship-wise, I love them a lot. And I'm a POC, so I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I get that enough from all my friends and all my family thinking that I'm racist because I date white guys. I'm like, calm down. Have several seats because ain't nobody got time for your attitude. Who I date and who I screw are none of your business. Okay, so we're gonna try something different where we're just gonna talk. I mean, this is a live show, so it's recorded live, one shot of adrenaline. Thank you, RuPaul. Um, So we're just, talking current events that are going on right now and sometimes we'll talk about things that are more timeless but for right now this scandal is way too big to not cover and there really aren't a lot of details in on it and I haven't actually read a lot of them it's more just the headlines at this point that are enough to grab anyone's attention It's the college bribery scandal starring Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huffman, how could you do this? I mean, I can see how you could do it, but come on. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. At least I was, you're one of my favorites. And now we have to deal with reading about Felicity was actually taken by seven federal agents at gunpoint. She was arrested. I'm like, whoa, calm down. Talk about overkill. My gosh. So basically, it's like cheat, bribe, lie for college admissions for their children. As if they already don't have a leg up to begin with. I mean, isn't that what you paid for their private schools and their prep schools and all of those tutors and SAT prep and ACT prep? Like, didn't you guys pay for all that? Like, all the white privileged kids that I know that I grew up with? I mean, I never had any of that and I didn't have a problem, you know, getting a 
whatever score on my ACT and SAT. It was good enough to get me into every college I applied to, and I ended up going to the University of Michigan, go blue, and graduated with a degree in engineering, magna cum laude, go blue. So I'm just confused as to why they needed to do even more. And $500,000 to go to USC? Are you kidding me? Like, why not pick a prestigious school? I'm just kidding. USC fans, I apologize. I didn't want to say your school is not prestigious, but I am not sure that $500,000 is what your education is worth. I'm not even sure the school experience is worth that either. But then again, I didn't go there, so I don't know. It's just really, really, really sad seeing this and hearing this. Am I right? Like, as if we don't have enough bullshit going down right now, did we need to see this? And especially by people, you know, that are prominent in the white community. I mean, come on, Lori Laughlin? Like, why? Why, 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 why? And we're just about to start March Madness. For those of you who don't know, March Madness is the NCAA basketball tournament, but this madness is even more maddening. It's like, could we not, just could we not? We already have one privileged white person who has somehow bought their way into the highest seat in the land. And that's that orange Cheeto, Donald Trump. But you know what? You go Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is playing chess like a mother tucking pro right now. Political chess. Because she literally is just giving all the right answers. And it's funny because some people are mad at her right now because she says, don't impeach. And unless there's something, you know, horribly egregious that's bipartisan and, you know, the facts and all that are there. And I agree with her. Like, realizing now that his popularity is not going anywhere. And while people think it's at an all-time low just because of the polls, you also have to realize that the people that they aren't polling, like, it begs the question, like, who does these polls and where are they done? Because last time they were so mother-tucking wrong that they literally predicted him to lose by double digits and he won the electoral college. It's like, listen, get your polls straight. So she says it would divide the nation. And yes, it would divide the nation because look at the last election. Yes, Hillary won by 3 million votes, 63 million to 60 million. But let's look at that. That's 
50% to 50% respectively. Carry the change or don't carry the change. That's dividing a nation. Now, while the last midterm election proved that the Democrats have a lot of momentum, it didn't prove everything because it didn't win them an election and we, weren't, we aren't for sure what's going to happen in 2020. So, liberals, listen to Pelosi, your fucking leader, and stop trying to clap back at her. Like, okay, yeah, the House is going to pass it. The Senate's not going to indict. Have you lost your mind? Look at the numbers. His approval rating amongst Republicans is at an all-time high. I don't know why, but it's at an all-time high. So let's look at the numbers and make sense of all of it because Nancy Pelosi's right. There's no point in trying to impeach him and divide, divide the country. If you look back at what happened to Bill Clinton when he was impeached, like what happened beforehand and what happened afterhand? His approval rating jumped 10 percentage points. And the approval rating for the Democrats themselves jumped 10 percentage points. And he went on to get reelected. Now, I don't know about you, but I think Pelosi is trying to not have history repeat itself on the Republican side. Trump has done a pretty good job of one thing. Well, one thing in particular, and that is branding himself as the martyr and as the victim of, you name it, the liberal media, the liberals, fake news, etc. So if all of this happens and then the Mueller report comes out and it's like there's nothing damning in there, you know, anything beyond petty crimes, then guess what? The liberals will be S-O-L and he'll have more fuel for his immense fire. I mean, it's not like the liberals are already climbing up an uphill battle. They're sitting here chasing polls once again with that are basically fictitious. I mean, come on. Joe Biden has not declared his pre presidency or his run for the presidential election candidacy for the Democrats. Neither has Beto O'Rourke. So why are we showing polls with them in it? Why don't we show polls without them in it? Because all you're doing is muffling the most diverse candidacy you've ever put forth. Not to mention, whatever, like, it's just a popularity contest on the Democrat side because you guys look like you're desperate to just throw in there whomever and whatever is going to win the election for you, which I don't really blame you, but let's try not to look so desperate in doing it. You're going to put one old white man in there to go against another old white man. Okay. And I get it. A lot of the newer candidates have just 
political flaws that Trump would eat alive. Just eat him alive. I mean, something as simple as Elizabeth Warren and the whole Pocahontas Native American registration card. Done. Kamala Harris and this whole, I don't know, sexual whatever thing. I didn't even get into the details of it, but basically they all have inherent political flaws that he will eat alive. And you better believe that he's going to put them through the ringer just like he went through the ringer. And if you don't think he's already got his people on it to dig up every last little piece of dirt because that seems to be how politics are going these days, it's not about the issues. It's about your issues. Politics has become so personal that it's gone beyond the issues that affect the people. Like, do we really need to go into the bedrooms of these political figures? No. Do we need to go through their past sexual exploits? No. Do you think I care who Donald Trump has had sex with? Hell no. Do I want to envision that? Hell no. Now, come on, people. Put your thinking caps on. And let's be real about this. Let's be smart. There are a lot of people who want that man to go down. But all tea, no shade, he ain't going down without a fight. And that's the tea, the whole tea, and nothing but the tea. So just be prepared to see politics not as usual when this campaign, when the 2020 election season really gets started. And it kind of already should be started, but because it's, I mean, it's 2019 already, and we're about maybe a year and a half away from the actual election. And we still don't know who's even going to be on the ticket for the candidacy of the Democrats. And we still don't know if anyone's actually going to challenge Donald Trump. Hell, if I knew how to and I could get the votes or the money or raise the donations or whatever, I would love to. I'd love to hit that stage. Xander 2020, I've got a perfect vision for a less than perfect world. My vision is 2020. Hashtag see clear. Together, that's our commitment. Bam! Get at me with it. So if somebody knows how to get me up there and running, I'm a registered Republican from the state of New York, just like Donald, but I will go up there as a gay POC, like I'm not even gonna list everything, but I will go up there as a Republican and I will challenge him and I will literally play his own game against him. Because all he is, is a branding genius. And, you know, I'm not going to call myself a branding genius by any stretch of the imagination, but I've had 10 plus years in that business. 
So if that's all it took to get him into the presidency with no political background, girl, bye. Like, get me up in this in this piece and give me a little bit of, you know, don donation money to work with and we'll get some slogans. We'll get some, you know, something a lot better than Make America Great Again. Um, and I will make sure that he gets called out for every last single thing. I will... Bring him the boots house down. A battle royale like none other. Can you tell that I'm fired up about it? But I digress because I don't even, I think it's too late to even do anything about it. I mean, you know what? If there's anybody out there that's listening that knows what there is that I can do to make the debate stage or run against him, then by all means, send me an email to the ATNS podcast at gmail.com. So that's ATNS, like all tea, no shade, the ATNS podcast at gmail.com. You let me know what I have to do to run against this fool and let's let's make a joke of it. Just like he made a joke of it back in 2016. Let's make a joke of it and see what it would take for me to run for presidency. I am a natural born citizen and I am 34. So I am of age. I would be the youngest president there ever was, but the whole point is to stump Trump and, and stop him from the craziness that he's wreaking on our country right now. And don't get me wrong, while I may have liberal views, I am a registered Republican and I have my conservative views just as well. I'm not gonna pander to the alt-right, that's for damn sure. But at the same time, I will respect their one right to free speech, even though I do not condone hate speech, bigotry, racism, or rhetoric of the sort. I will also condone their right to bear arms and everybody's right to bear arms. However, with gun control laws, that need to be put in place in order to prevent things like our children shooting up schools. Why, under any circumstance, should a 16-year-old be able to buy an AK-47? Doesn't make any sense, especially not at Walmart. Get your tiki torches there. Go march in peace. But enough with the mass shootings and the school shootings. Let's enforce universal background checks, number one. And number two, a mandatory 14-day waiting period from the time you purchase the gun and the background check is done to the time that you're allowed to receive it. Why? Because most of the crimes that are committed with 
these guns and the mass shootings are done within a week of purchasing it. I mean, it's kind of hard to hide three AK-47s and, you know, 50 rounds of ammo for any longer without being suspicious or getting caught. So let's do that right there. Look at me. See, I'm just I'm just trying to lay out my agenda policy in, you know, ways that people can understand. And now you see why, you know, a little bit why I am I I, I can relate to the conservative platforms as they originally were or adaptations of them. People constantly ask, well, how can you relate to being a Republican when you're too poor, too black, and too gay to be one? I'm like, you don't have to agree with everything, they say. Just like liberals. They don't have to agree with everything, you know, liberal on the liberal agenda. They have their ra radical leftists just like we have our radical rights, rightists. Aside from that, I'm for smaller, more efficient government. Now, I don't want to get rid of Medicare or Medicaid or Social Security, but I want the government to run more efficiently and more smoothly to get rid of the waste and the fraud and this sounds a little bit like Trump, only he's not doing his, what he followed, what he said he would, which is a load of bull. But keeping those programs are necessary. It's just, why is every government agency or organization, etc., so antiquated and behind the times? It should be the most technologically advanced. Like, stop start paying government jobs more make those the most attractive jobs out of school so that we can actually do something about making our government better with the best and the brightest minds let's take some incubators and create them just to prepare people to go in and take on government problems these would be non-partisan incubators that would feed right into the government to get them ready and let them go in there and do best practices from the best and the brightest. How about them apples? We don't need to make the government any bigger. We just need to make it more efficient and we need to make sure that it covers all of its bases. So it needs to be big enough to cover all of its bases, but not big enough to suddenly overturn everything and turn us into a dictatorship socialist economy, especially not with the current person running it. How about that? I do believe that our national defense spending is warranted. However, same principle applies. All of the waste and the improper use of those funds needs to go away because but we still need to remain the number one military in the world and that is more than paramount 
Because while nobody seems to think any war is imminent, if one ever does break out, and we are not the supreme leader of that, as the leader of the free world, then good luck when the axis of powers change. Girl, bye. That's all I would have to say. We better be able to shut down any mother-tucking war that comes by or comes our way. Because ain't nobody got time for that, least of which is us. And if you think for one second that if we let our guard down and a Russia or a North Korea or a China, you know, wants to come in and tell us who's boss, no, I don't think so. Keep the military up. Securing our borders. Now, I have a much different viewpoint on how our border should be secured. No, we don't need a 20,000 foot wall, concrete wall, to secure our borders. We need proper border control. I don't know, we'll use the slats and we'll use our digital technology. Because if you learned anything from the El Chapo investigation, then you learn this. It doesn't all just come across the border uh, at these random access points. The majority of it comes through legal access points. We've got to know how they're doing it. It's not a matter of where they're doing it, it's how they're doing it. And if Trump is concerned about all this illegal immigration, etc., etc., great, so am I. Immigration should be legal not illegal, and the process at the border needs to be fixed. Because I'll tell you one thing for damn sure, that process is a mess. Separating families from their children and leaving them in these detention camps is just downright inhumane. How long has this problem been going on? I don't know. Long enough to be fixed, I can tell you that. So fix it. It's not that difficult. We are a country that has built itself on the backs of immigrants. And we should never forget that. Immigration is one of the things that makes this country as diverse and amazing as it is. So let's not turn our backs on it now. However, let's ensure that one, national security is of the utmost importance, and two, that we just clearly define what is legal and what is illegal and make sure everyone knows that. So that if you're trying to come in illegally, then that's your own damn fault. If you're trying to seek asylum, and there are so many people trying to seek asylum from Mexico, then how about instead of putting our business elsewhere, our military business in elsewhere in other people's wars that, we're, that we have either no business 
being in or that we really just don't need to be in. How about we take a look at what's going on in Mexico? Can we take on the cartels? Do you think we can take them on? Because if we're planning on cutting off, you know, the billions, maybe even trillions of dollars worth of drugs and everything else that comes into our country, then you better be ready to take them on. How about we start with that? And then we, it's like, we won't need to worry about so many people seeking asylum if we take that on. Just like the recent push to decriminalize homosexuality worldwide. It's, you know, one of the common reasons people seek asylum worldwide. So back to that original point, smaller government, that's more efficient. Now, the one place I'm not going to win over any major conservatives is on women's rights and LGBTQ rights, because that is something that I believe women should have the right to make their own decisions, even if it's, I don't know, advised or pushed towards a pro-life choice with those decisions, they should still have the rights to make decisions about their health and their own body. They should also have, we should also be fighting for equal rights, equal work, equal pay. And that goes for the LGBTQ community as well. And that's where it's gonna be the most unpopular. But you know what? Bible-thumping politics are done, and they've got to go. Period. Have your morals, have your values as they're related to the Bible, but just remember that the law of the land is the Constitution, and that is what we are bound and sworn to uphold when we take office. Now, it's not perfect by any means or stretch of the imagination, so it is our job to fix that and bring it up to date. But we don't need to bring the Bible into this situation because it has no room in running the law of the land, especially when it becomes obsolete in the future. Do you know how many of our younger generation, generationals, that's right, generationals, refuse to identify with a religion because they don't really believe in organized religion as it stands. There are less and less people claiming to be Christian, Protestant, and the like. And now we've got things rocking the Catholic Church that are going to test people's faiths to the core. And to be honest, 
when artificial intelligence and automation comes into play, I don't know how that's going to affect religion, but I can tell you for a fact, I am calling it right now, that it is going to severely affect religion. Why? Because there are going to be robots and artificial intelligence units everywhere, just like people. And are they gonna be programmed with a specific religion? Are they gonna be programmed with all religions? And pray tell, what are they going to be, what rules are they going to abide by? The constitutional law of the land or religious freedom? Because the two don't mix and they collide on a lot of situations. And don't tell me you're gonna give free will to these sentient beings. So let's just wait and see, but that would be a wonderful conversation to have. How artificial intelligence will affect religion as we know it. Because they'll interpret every last word in the Bible. And there are some things in there that we're all, I mean, if the Ten Commandments really are that like that, girl, bye. Y'all better stop lying. Y'all better stop coveting that neighbor's wife. Y'all better, I mean, there's a lot of things that y'all better stop doing. Because if these robots turn into disciplinary robots or they're police or things of that nature and they start disciplining you, you better hope the Bible ain't in there. Because they will, uh, we're all in trouble. If that's the case. Well, this has actually been probably one of the most fun episodes that I've recorded yet. And I really do hope that some of what I've said has resonated in any way, shape, or form with you guys and girls guys and gals, whatever, with you people. Because it resonates with me. And I represent a lot of different demographics and a lot of different boxes that you can check off on, let's say, a census. But the main thing I represent is me. And that's Xander Alexander. Thank you so much for listening to my first fully live, unscripted broadcast. I think I'm ready for the big leagues. Well, with a little bit of help and a team and all that jazz. But I think I could make it. But once again, thank you so, so much for listening. Please. Feel free to leave your comments. Feel free to leave your opinions. Feel free to leave a five-star rating. And feel free to send a message to the ATNS podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on all of our other social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just find us all over there. 
Alti No Shade AT&S. Xander 2020. Find them, like them. And I even started a new page called the Republican Party. So you can search that up. Um, it's on Facebook. It's a Facebook page. And you can search it by looking up at the Republican Party one. So once again, that's at the Republican Party one. And or just you can type in Republican Party and and an elephant will pop up. A really cool new age one will pop up. And 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 you know what? Like the page. Whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or independent, you should always want to know what's going on on both sides of the coin, especially if you're an independent, but also if you're a Republican or a Democrat. It's not us versus them all the time. In fact, it's only us versus them during election season. And then outside of that, lest we not forget, guys and girls, that it is Congress. And Congress is one unit with three branches that all run together to run this country. So it is a team effort after that. We need to cut the divisiveness and the clapbacks and the personal attacks. Like, just enough. You look like fools and, and kindergartners and grade school kids clapping back at each other like it's fun. How about instead of a clap back, how about you just clap for each other and the accomplishments that we can get done together? How about that? Clap that back, Mother Tuckers. That's Mother Tucker from RuPaul. All right. Well, once again, thank you. Check us out on all that stuff. And we will see you next time where we'll be keeping the tea real. We'll be keeping it cute. And we'll be keeping it real cute. The tea, the whole tea, and nothing but the tea. So help me shade. Once again, I'm Xander Alexander, and this is All Tea No Shade, where I try to keep it real, I try to keep it cute, and I try to keep it real cute. And that's the tea.